Welcome to this week's Progress with Unity podcast, and uh, it's a fine evening as we're fastly approaching Christmas. That's right, isn't it, Gareth? It is. Yeah, shooting jolly. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Simon. Evening. Mick. Hi. You alright? Paul. Evening. Feeling better after sick leave last week? Yeah, not too bad now. Good. Dan. Hello. How you doing, Barry? <laughs> <laughs> what was so funny about that? I don't know. How you doing, Barry? Very well, thank you. Catherine? Hi. Ah, you've been away for a while, haven't you? Yeah, been, been in Penrith. Been in Penrith, yeah. Yeah, rained off though. Yeah, rained yeah. off this week. Right, anyway, uh, we was all very excited last, last week because we were going to Wembley. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't quite make it. So, uh, without further ado, let's have Simon's off the Terrace Report. It's my straight off the Terrace Report for Wigan Athletic versus Barnsley in the John Stones Paint Trophy. Um, and a disappointing result at the end of the night. There will be no third Football League trophy for Wigan this season after a 4-2 defeat on penalties after the game finished 2-all after 90 minutes. And in fairness, I think it was a fair result. I think Barnsley played pretty well um, in the league. It's um, it's difficult to see how they are struggling uh, so, so much in the league. Um, and it's disappointing to see that it took us so long to get going. Barnsley take the lead just before half time, um, and then it was the introduction of Yannick again. I mean, what a fantastic player! We cannot lose him. We we need to just think. Let's dump up this money because he is an asset to this club. He is one of the reasons, um, one of the um, key factors that will be a part to play in Wigan Athletic returning to the championship at the end of this season we need to keep those players and build you know there was a few performances that were a bit lacklustre for me Michael Jacobs wasn't at the races today a few straight passes um, and a lot of frustration in the midfield as well between um, Jacobs um, Power and Perkins and you could really hear them, you know, laying into each other, which is great. You want to see passion. You, you want to see that if they're getting something wrong, that they don't want it to happen. But there was no, there was no turn. There was no drive. There was no spark until Yannick came on, um, and he provided, you know, ball in for Greg and great finish, easy into the back of the net. Latics back in the game. Let's go. Of course, we don't. We fall behind again to another Barnsley goal. And it it was frustrating at times, but Wigan, uh, we are becoming resilient. And Craig Davis, a driven ball into the area, which is something you know we're screaming out for. Get us, we've got poachers, and Grig did exactly that. Pushed the ball home, and I was thinking, let let's kick on, let's let's do this, let's go forward, and let's get a let's get a third put the game to bed and we can all get home out of this horrible weather but as we know in the Johnston's paint trophy there's no extra time and we go to penalties I fancied us uh, in penalties I really did um, but I've got to ask Craig Davis what on earth are you doing son what on earth are you doing it's like you know Beckham in Portugal it's Rufus Smalls off Mike Bassett England manager it's Andy Farrell for Wigan Rugby. You know, if you're getting into the W of the DW sign, you need to ask questions of your finishing. And Perkins, for me as well, you need to do better on penalties. No expert, but find that corner, find that postage stamp. Or if you are bricking it and not the most confident penalty taker, laces through it, down the middle, keepers up. Nine times out of ten, going to go one way or the other. So... Barnsley beat us 4-2 on penalties and for me probably a fair result on the night I thought Barnsley they weren't brilliant we weren't brilliant but I think they just edged it in deserving the game we need to now look at what we've done wrong learn from those mistakes and think right we've now got Blackpool at home on Saturday big game then we go to Barnsley away another big game especially after what they've just done to us so two games there that we'll be looking to win. Sheffield United at home, on Boxing Day, need to be on form. Then Fleetwood, massive following from the Latics, and you know nine. Well, I we've sold that out before ten o'clock on Monday. 
Um, and then that's that's the Christmas period done with. And for me, we need to be looking at possibly 10 out of those 12 points, if not 12. Um, Sheffield United will be a very tough game. Barnsley will be a tough game. Blackpool are, are scrapping, are really fighting. Um, and everyone wants to beat Wigan. You know, we are the big team that people want to beat. So we really need to learn from our mistakes quickly, patch up our wounds and go again for Saturday against Blackpool at the DW Stadium. So we're at the Johnson's Paint Trophy, no trip to Wembley in April. Will there be a trip in May or will we go up in the top two? Only time will tell. Up the ticks. Up the ticks indeed, Si, up the ticks indeed. That was uh, it's quite good, that. Yeah, I liked it. Yes. <laughs> Quite good. Um, yeah, some good points there, some valiant points. Yeah, frustrating, isn't it, Saturday? Yeah. Oh, anyway, let's let's just dissect it a little bit. Um, we all went, didn't we? No. Yep. Yeah. Mick? No, you couldn't, right? get couldn't get even, there. Even though I was on a wonderfully planned corporate day, uh, I had to go on a call out from work, so I missed it. So <sighs> you can imagine my frustration when I climbed into my car. Got managed to get even in the Midlands. I got a very faint uh, Wish FM signal, so there was uh, I'm straight to the DW Stadium. And for about ten minutes, they didn't mention the score, and so it was very frustrating mm-hmm. because the way they were talking, it was a case of well, we need to get back in the game. You know, they mentioned the fact that they scored a goal, but there was no mention of the score. And so, ten minutes to go, they finally revealed it was two one. They were losing. I, I was like kind of. You know, thinking, come on, what's going on here? A good equaliser. You thought, right, okay, then rub for it here now, rub for it. Because listening to the radio, I know it's radio bias, yeah, but yeah, they were do, they were actually um, bigging uh, Burnsley up quite a bit. So I'm thinking, what would it have been like at the actual DW Stadium here? Um, is it as good as it sounds? This game, but we sounded a good game. We all know because we were all there. Oh. And tell you a few ways to <laughs> oh, thank you for that. We miss your sarcasm, Paul. Anyway, <laughs> we have indeed. We have indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Give us some stats, Gareth, first before oh, we before we, we unleash. Right, yes. the stats from that game. It's a very telling one here. Yes. Oh, okay. Possession: fifty-three percent to Wigan Athletic and forty-seven percent to Barnsley. Attempts: the Latics managed four and Barnsley twelve. On target, Wigan manages two, Barnsley six. Wigan had seven corners to eleven for Barnsley. Wigan committed fourteen fouls, sixteen by Barnsley. Two yellows to the Latics, four yellows to Barnsley. No reds, and we're out of the JPT. So the JSPT, the John Stones Paint Trophy. So those uh, stats, make I think they uh, verify what we're saying. Barnsley were the better team on the day. Yeah. Uh, they were, or the more offensive side anyway. They well, were we was clinical. Well, it sounded, it sounded like it though, didn't it? With the yeah. fact that, you know, so many shots. Possession was pretty, you know, not far off even Stephen, so, you know. But they were, they had the possession in, in the cutting half where we was, uh, we had a lot of possession at the back and we, we weren't going too far with it. I, I think the biggest problem we have now is they've gone shot shy. They go forward, they broke away more than once, and you play the ball, and just before the cross comes in, the guy will stop and look backwards and think, right, what should I do with this now? I think one of the problems we had was... Weather it into the box or have a shot. Andy Kelly were breaking down the right. He's only got a left foot, so he couldn't cross it. When you say breaking, that should be within inverted commas, because every time he got the ball, he stopped and thought, as Paul said, Oh, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah, but he, he was struggling, because he's all left foot, isn't it? And he was going down the right, and he had to keep stopping. And, and though first goal come through him being out of position, he got across out of position, and he couldn't turn when Amel broke, broke away. So whose fault's that? It's mm, GCs, isn't it? Mm, because it is GCs. I think it, it's unfair playing people out of position like this, and, and because it, it makes them, 
it puts pressure on them. It? it was much pressure well, in the second half, Kellett. Well, yeah, but, but, but the damage, I think there was lots of psychological damage done in the first half because he, he still wasn't like he was against Kindle had the ball. option. Do you want to sit on the bench, lad, or do you want to play out of position? Of course he's going to play, yeah. yeah he's going to turn around and put his hand up. Yeah. But have we not got other options to play at right back with a right footed player or right wing back? Daniels? Yeah. Tim Show. Max Power could slot out there. In the future, love. But not on Saturday. Yeah, well you, if yeah. you need to change This is especially coupled with the fact that you're playing an inexperienced lad at the right hand side centre back. So you're making you're putting that lad under Hendrick. more pressure. Yeah. Jack Hendrick. I thought yeah. he had a good game himself. Yeah. Well yes, but sure he was apart from the goal. What did he do with it? It was yeah. lost, wasn't it? Yeah. It was completely lost. But if you've had somebody with him who was more proficient, shall we say, and they were more of a team in that area. Adam Hamill must have thought Christmas had come early on yeah, that. Yeah, but he's a decent player. Yeah, he's a decent player. I mean, he, he, he played, he he was at Wolves in the Premier League. I think we'd have had him at Wigan in days gone by. We, well, we tried to sign him. Yeah, we did try to sign him. Barnsley have extended his contract today. I'm not surprised. You know, yeah. He had pace and yeah. he was direct. I think as well, you know, we went with him with the favourites tag as well. Again, in the cup competition, is it what you want to have? Because they were 19-1, to Barnsley, to win the competition. Now 7-2. to Fleetwood, you know, it's. I go on from what Paul was saying before um, about the fact that we're not having a goal up front. To me, it, it seems so pedestrian. There's no urgency. Everything is just slow, slow, slow. This passing at the back. And I know some people like the passing at the back and the slow build up play. But it's got ridiculous sometimes. It's like pass it to the midfield, back to the keeper, pass it, and it's all slow and too far away. There's no urgency in it at all. I thought we were we was overrunning midfield on Saturday. I thought we were, we were too too open. With having the two wide lads, uh, James and uh, and Kellett, yeah. we were being wide, and then you had Power and Perkins sat in front of the back three. There was a massive gap then, tips of the forwards. Jacobs has run out of form a little bit, hasn't he? So he, he wasn't having the best game. And they, they were just streaming all over us. And that, what are you saying, Gareth? There was nobody dropping from the front to pick the ball up to, to make that quick movement and then spray it out to the wings. And, and also, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Dan. Yeah, sorry, Dan. And also, what you said, that they were coming at us, getting the ball, coming at us. And all we're doing is backing away, backing away. Hendrick and. and um, Backing away so mm. much, it's, I don't understand. Yeah, but what happened to challenging the man with the ball, putting the man on the, well, the, the ball? Thing, thing, yeah, at that point, if you're the centre half, you 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 should be backing out where they were. If you're if you're out, your midfielders should be putting the challenges in in them sort of positions. I, 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 I thought we got over all yeah. midfield, but the midfielders aren't yeah. aren't putting the challenges <coughs> in. You're leaving it to your centre halves who are. Going to be a bit more cautious, aren't they? Because they don't want to pick bookings up. Because mm -hmm. if you're putting challenges in against players running against you, they're going to go flying. Well, just naturally go over and see where the cards turn out. One midfielder who did a, have a good game, I thought, for us anyway, was Max Power. Mm -hmm. I, I thought Max Power was man of the match. Yeah. Well, well, if, you, if you take Jacobs out of the way, when he's playing well, Max Power's the, the only one with any creativity. Because lumping it over the top of the fullback and, and saying to Yannick, there you go, outpacing, that's not particularly creative. No. Max Power is the only one that can pick a pass through that midfield. Yeah, he's so a good signing. He, very he, good he signing. Like, for oh. me, at this point, I'll say he'll end up playing the season. Very good signing, yeah. isn't it? Assuming everybody stays fit. Living up to his name. Mm. Grig shows what happens if you don't play him out on the wing. Yeah. Yeah. Playing through the middle. Two excellent finishes, I thought. Brilliant goals. They look even better on the replays. Pumps them into the back of the yeah. Two balls where the guy out wide didn't faff about, didn't look to drop it back. Drilled it. He just banged it straight in the box. Have you seen him, Mick? Yeah. Uh, Yannick, he, he brushed up the line, yeah. not seen him with his left peg. And he just thundered across in front of that centre back, didn't he, Greg? And I mean, Craig, Davis, you know, again. Yeah. This is what we've been after because we have got those poachers, like I said, you know, Revel, Greg, and Davis will poach, get those balls driven in into the area of uncertainty. I thought Revel was, was poor. On yeah. I'm not I, saying I, he's a poor player, but I just thought he was poor on the day. Yeah. I, for me, we were settling aside. If you go back about three weeks, 
we were settling a side down, then Ravel's come in, he comes straight into the side, didn't he? And, and we just, I think you've just unsettled a bit now, which is either creating competition for places, or I, I'm just a little bit worried that we might go down the same route that Roslo went down, where you chop change, chop change, chop change, and it, you don't end up settled you don't end up turning around. You understand I'm doing it for injuries and suspensions, mm. but anything else, and you don't want to be doing that. It'd be interesting now, I think, because we've got no cup competitions to focus on, what our settled teams are going to be now. We've got. We've not got a third round of the FA Cup. No. Oh, right. Oh, do you no. know what? It's a strange no, feeling, this. This is the first time since 2001 2002 season we've not been in the third round of the FA Cup. Yeah, and that was a lovely uh, FA Cup run as well, wasn't what? it? That was Canby Island. <laughs> if we get promoted, does that put us in the third round next season? Yeah. yeah. So we could go the whole of next calendar year without playing in the FA Cup, could we? Hey, oh, that's a very good point. Ah, well spotted. Yeah. Anyway, right, so Greg, better through the middle. Infinitely. Infinite. What about Yannick when he came on? The difference. Yeah. Better on the left than the right. Yeah, he swapped him over, didn't he? Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. I yeah, was going Do you think it was too accommodating? Thinking Jordan Forrest on. Uh, he, he did nothing in the five ten minutes before he got swapped over. He made that goal early doors, and then he went quiet after that. That's because he got swapped over to the other wing. No, he went quiet before he got swapped over. Oh, did he? Was actually the question on the radio that, but why, why was he on the other opposite side of the field? And just as they mentioned that, that's when he swapped back. And uh, the, according to the radio, it became more effective. And we scored straight away. We scored straight away. Uh, we took it to penalties. How good are we at taking penalties? <laughs> Not very. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I was thinking coming away. I don't think I've seen us win a penalty shootout. I, I, I can recall one penalty shootout that we won. That's it. That was against Leeds United in the FA Cup. I think Cal Gordon yeah. Ellen Road. Were you there? Did you go to the game? I didn't know. That might be it now. Don't go for it, don't go. I thought it was down to me being a short timer, but... No, no, no. Obviously, it was quite a long time. We played North County back in 1991, I think it was, when that went to penalties, and, and it was very similar to what happened uh, against Bursley. I think they beat us 4-1 on the net, or 4-2, yeah, 4-2. Oh, yeah, sorry, Bradford. Yes, Kalainen's yeah. got to be disappointed with the penalties, because as a keeper, if you go the right way, you want to reach them. He, was, he must have been close to them too that went in his left hand corner. Mm. They generally though the Burnsley penalty were very good penalties, yeah. weren't they? Well, yeah. the, the two in the corner were right in the corner. Sean yeah. Forrest's penalty was a good one, and mm. I thought Max Power's penalty was excellent. Um, oh yeah, Max Power, excellent, brilliant. All right, Dan, we're not too much now. <laughs> 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 oh, no. mm. Full throttle. Davis's was awful. Shocker. And Perkins, I mean, if the keeper had dove the other way, it would have been oh, a good yeah. penalty. Did he change his boots to set the penalty? Or is that oh, just a myth? Davis? Yeah. Did he change? Oh, oh that, that's what I sometimes when I bring up, and I didn't mention the report, the scuffle. Oh, halfway, yeah. <laughs> that was more entertaining it, than yeah, uh, exactly. penalties. Well, there have been a couple of instances yeah. during the game, haven't there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it uh, really kicked We've not seen that for a what long time, time, have we? What was the one with the guy that... Um, one of their guys got flattened right in front of the bench and ended up rolling <laughs> underneath. Yeah. He's almost underneath there. Oh, you missed this, mate. Yeah. Oh, th that was comical. There were so many com comical incidents, mostly brought about by the ref, <coughs> refusing to give fouls or refusing to play advantage. I'm pretty sure he doesn't know it exists. No. <laughs> but what, what happened at, um, for the penalties, though? Because... Uh, it was met, it was referred to on the radio, but they didn't actually. I, go to well, I, I, I think we took the first one, Scored. we took two shit ones, and then we took a, the last one that that kept us in it until they put their yeah. fourth away. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. What I mean is, I, I know what the, the handbags. Handbags. Yeah, the handbags because oh. they referred to it. They referred to it like there was something going on. It in was the all team. on the halfway line, yeah. and, and I think uh, the Barnsley players were goading the last right, players okay. and they reacted to it. Craig Davis was uh, in, in a lot of people's faces and he used to play at Barnsley so whether it's players he played yeah. with it, He's making uh, up for putting his penalty in yeah. the bloody So did David Perkins so who missed David the penalties? Mm. Conspiracy yeah. down, conspiracy. Yeah. Well, if you miss a penalty you're not going to be in That's the best of moods are you? You're not going to walk back to the uh, halfway line happy as Larry. It was good for sitting in the West End watching um, 
the ES2 make the pilgrimage all the way. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Fly way back to Springfield Park. Right? It was. It all this. <laughs> but I'm now stopping moving ends at half time as well because last time, two times we've done that, we lost to uh, Burton and Barnsley. So I'm going to revert to just staying in the seat. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. it says unreserved seats. Make sure you do because this week we're playing other B, don't we? We're yeah. playing Black Shall, shall we mention the uh, unreserved seating issue? Unreserved seating issue. Yeah. Etiquette <laughs> is. If you're going to move seats at half time, you wait until you make sure that somebody that was sat in those seats in the first half is either back or they were empty seats. Yeah, and don't stand up in front of people as if well. You just take somebody so else's seat. Whilst it might say unreserved seating on your ticket, it's awfully rude. And if someone says, I'm sat there, then move. Yeah. yeah. And don't say it's got nothing to do with you. Yeah. Was there some of that going on? Yeah. Yeah, we, we were talking about that, I think, before you, you, yeah. before you got here. It wasn't, there was nothing to do with me, yeah. somebody else within the room. Just that a public I'm information announcement. Ranting on behalf of, let's say. <laughs> right, can I just say, yes. before we finish... Oh, I, well, I wasn't going to finish, but... Just oh, say, before yeah. we finish on this particular game, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed the experience, and would buy from again. It was a brilliant afternoon, even though we lost on pens. And, yeah, it was totally worth the five pounds. Yeah, with the five yeah that was one of my comments on the way out, to be fair, that really Five all English pounds. Well, that's, that's fits into the, the next point I wanted to go on to anyway. Uh, I suppose most we of us... We can charge a five, oh no we can't. Most of us here are, are probably aware that uh, this week we've been awarded the yeah. Football Supporters Federation Away Day of the Year. Um, and we were close to winning it last year, but uh, this year we've actually pulled it off. And what, do, what do we do that's so special? Pies. No, treat supporters like supporters, not like bloody yeah. animals. Yeah. Yeah, charge yeah. them a decent tick price for the ticket. Yeah, same it's price pies. as the own fans. No, yeah. pies. It's the pies. Toilets. 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 They have their own bar they can go in underneath yeah, their own stand. They're treated like human beings. So we're just treating the same as we treat our own, and jobs yeah. are good. Jobs are good. You win an award. Not yeah. right. And it's not right, is it? <laughs> up until May, we let the we let the away team win every game as well. <laughs> <laughs> and they get That's two, probably two, it. two seats for the price of one. You, you, I, I mean, it's nice to win an award, but you shouldn't win an award just for being civil. Oh, we're on the wall with the uh, Lancashire Tourism Board ones and the FA Cup plaque. It's something else to put up in. Yeah, it? yeah. And just oh no, I can't put it with that. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was a good it's good honour for the club. It shows that the the things they do with the have the fans advisory board and the you know they do make changes, they do listen and the SLOs are working, aren't they? I don't they, they do listen. That's all I'll say. They do listen. We've got two S SLOs and uh, we have the fans advisory board and all the other stuff that goes with it. And you can email feedback at looking obviously Jonathan Jackson gets them and and uh, some things they do right to pump. Some things they don't, do they? No, like Christmas jumpers. <laughs> Christmas jumpers. What's oh, going on? Running out of pies as well. Exactly. Yeah, but that uh, that's catering size nothing to do with the club. But. So, well, sorry, what's the issue with Christmas jumpers? Oh, they had a promotion on Christmas jumpers. We're going to have Yeah. And they, they all sold out like at half 11 Ooh, in wow. the morning. Well, that's not too bad, is it? We'll get well, some more in it, maybe, yeah? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People will be returning them. Yeah. Is, it, is it one of these where you have to knit your own then? No, it's a knitted big enough athletic uh, Christmas jumper. No, but are we going to have to knit our own, are we? For Christmas? Yes. Yeah, yeah. you've got loads of time. Right, Donald Love this week's extended his loan, he's been injured, that's why he's been missing from the team. He got injured when he was away with uh, Scottish under 21s. What we've seen of him, he's been alright, I think he's, yeah, yeah. He's, he looks a decent prospect. Yeah. yeah. Thinking then, is he, you think he's uh, something that we'd like to see permanently here, or take a, take a punt on if we can get him at the right price? It's going to impress me, yeah. Well, from what to I've seen of him, he looked okay, so. But it, it's only been cameos in the, the games that I've watched, and it's not all of them. I'm sure he's played games where I've not watched, particularly away games, so I've been on this season, but... Catherine, have you been impressed? I've not seen him, Barry, no. sorry. Been alright. Yeah. I thought Bradford probably his best game as well, when he came on. And I thought, I thought he was decent enough, you know. Struck him that right-hand side, really, haven't mm. He's only young, isn't he? Young yeah. love, you know. <laughs> well, there's definitely a position that's up for grabs, isn't it? Yeah. Should move on. I like the look of love, I'll be honest with you. Right, we've got uh, Blackpool on Saturday. We're supposed to have uh, Adam Convery's preview, but unfortunately, Adam has phoned in sick. Now he's either phoned in sick because he's 
really cool, eh? Or his phone is sick because he couldn't be bothered. Yeah, he's still in funny girls. Yeah, I thought I'd like it. Because I was going to say couldn't be bothered doing the preview, but you're probably right though, Paul. He's still in funny girls. Uh, Great club. club. At the last minute, we tried to get all the voices to see if he could come on and do a bit. With Blackpool coming up on Saturday, uh, we've got our former skipper and uh, now Blackpool player, Emerson Boyce on the line. How are you doing, Emerson? Yeah, it's excellent, excellent. Uh, it seems strange. It could be strange on Saturday seeing you. Uh, you know, I don't know if you're going to be playing or not. I know you've you've had a bit of an injury, but uh, it could be strange seeing you with a tangerine top on. Yeah, you know, obviously, um, obviously I've been at Wigan for a long time, and yeah, it's going to be a bit strange walking on at the DW, but um, with a different jersey on. But that's, that's football. Time moves on, and and I'm, I'm looking forward to come back and and. Well, say my farewells to the fans, really, the more than anything. Um, no, it's going to be an interesting game, and I look for, if I'm selected, looking forward to it. Ah, brilliant. Now, you, um, obviously, you're going to get a massive cheer, but once, once the, uh, the whistle goes for the start of the 90 minutes, you won't mind too much if we give you a bit of a, a, bit of a boo, will you? No, 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 <laughs> you know, I, I understand football. Um, no, I've obviously, before the game, I'm, you know, obviously, I'll probably warm up and... And um, they're taking the moment um, in yeah. terms of the fans and that, and it'll be more at the end of the game rather than anything. Um, I'd like to give them a clap and and, and say thank you. Really, um, you know, couple wise, not I don't really not much there for me, but um, the fans wise, um, always have a special place in my heart. So um, yeah, it's going to be a, a, a emotional day, and it's a great chance for me to say goodbye to them and. It'll be brilliant. I was I was only joking actually with the boo. I think it'd be more like when Beckham returned to Old Trafford and they were singing uh, Fergie Fergie sign him up. And they might be singing Gary Gary sign him on. You know, it might be one of them days. Yeah. Yeah. Now nah, I think days are gone. To be honest, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. No, I'll say it's just, that's you know, how football goes. Football moves yeah. on, and you know, one thing for sure, you know, they always say that you know, um, football's a strange game and. But you know, as long as I say the fans wise, they know how how much I gave to the club. Um, even though the club um, may not think so. So, um, but nah, it's going to be um, a good time, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. And uh, how's things at Blackpool? I know they're struggling down at the bottom, but is it is it a good uh, is it a good squad? Is, it, is there a lot of togetherness about the players there? Yeah, it's, um, for me, Perth is a, is a good uh, good adventure. Um, you know, it's a great experience for me in terms of um, a lot of young players there and a lot of inexperienced players that have come in to play their first major um, league campaign. Um, and it's great for me. I can I can talk to them and they're always willing to listen and learn. And it's a, it's a, I say it's a, a great great adventure for me. Um, you know, obviously we're finding it a bit tough at the moment, but um, it's a good challenge. And, and um, you know, we're more than sure that we'll be all right in this league and. And um, hopefully, turn on the year on Saturday that um, we can get start getting results. Move us up the Fantastic! And and your last league game was a big derby, weren't it? The uh, the Foul Coast Derby with Fleetwood, which you won, of course. Yeah, it was a, it was a good, it was a decent game. Before. It was a, a hard going game, and Fleetwood probably thought they should have got back from the game. But um, we dug in, and obviously we had um, a run of good results of late. But um, the Fleetwood game was a, a really important game for us to win, especially as it's a derby first game. And um, yeah, it was, a, it was a, our fans. Well, you know, it's been a difficult time for our fans, but um, you know, it's time for them finally to cheer, cheer something positive about. Oh, brilliant stuff. Um, we've been going over the history tonight in the podcast, and it's usually a case of. Uh, we don't do too too well at home. Uh, either side when we play each other, do we? Uh, Wigan and Blackpool. It's usually the away side who, who tends to uh, have the better of things, you know, over the recent years. So I suppose Blackpool, with that, with the history behind them, might be feeling a little bit confident of coming down to the DW on, on Saturday. Yeah, um, you know, obviously Wigan will go into the game favourites. Um, you know, as rightly so. But, um, as I say, it's a young team here and, and they're all full of energy and full of, um, they want to prove a point and what a great, um, a great stadium to play at, the DW, um, I guess a, a really good team. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's going to be a good time for us and, you know, we're going to have a big team in this league so we're really looking forward to it. Um, a lot of players are looking forward to the game and, and we hope we can get, um, get time from the game and, and start moving tough kick starting our season. 
brilliant. And on a personal level, have you started doing any coaching badges, or are you looking down that line, or thinking about what you're yeah. spoke before you mentioned that uh, a long term ambition of yourself is, is to actually one day hopefully become uh, head coach of Barbados the national side uh, do you still have that desire to do that sometime in the future day on Saturday for the fans and I suppose for yourself as well and um, you know it's, it, it is and I, I'm looking forward to it and I know I've spoken to quite a few people and they're looking forward to seeing you back there it's, it was the first fixture that we all looked for you know when the uh, when, when the fixtures came out so it's going to be uh, an emotional day yeah I'll definitely um, no, you know when I left, left Wigan last year I don't think um, I know Mr Whelan uh, invited me to come back um, uh, he told me uh, whenever I want to come back, come back. But I think the way things have left, um, it's been a bit, you know, yeah. it's a bad taste to be honest. With you. And, and still now, I'm still, still trying to fight for some money that I'm owed. Right. So um, yeah, so it's a bit, yeah, a bit like that. But fans-wise, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And, yeah. And um, you know, it's going to be an emotional day, and it's a great way to say goodbye. And you know, I appreciate you and what you've done last year. Um, regarding um, the, the, the right. Oh no, that was uh, that was our privilege. That can I just ask you before we, before we wrap it up? Um, yeah. What what kit will the uh, will the kids be wearing? Have they got a Blackpool top or will they have a <laughs> Wigan top? They, can, they might do half and half. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still funny because they still ask me if I'm going to Wigan. And I'm saying no, nah, I'm not going to Wigan anymore. I'm going to Blackpool. Oh, yeah. Obviously, that's all they know. It's in his blood now. It's in it's in his blood. Wigan Athletic for life. Once you're there, you're there. So he's a, he, he's a Latics fan. That's what he is. Well, that's it. That's yeah. it. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good day for me and the family and that. So no, we're looking forward to it. Right. Hey, right. I'll I'll not keep you too long. So it's it's been brilliant speaking to you again, and uh, I just wish you all the best for the rest of the season and uh, for whatever you do in the future. We'll have to discuss the Blackpool game between us. Uh, I'll give you a, a little rundown on, on previous meetings. We've played them 41 times. We've had 18 wins to Blackpool's 14 and 9 draws. Recently, we've not seen, apart from if you take the JPT game away, we don't seem to have done too well at home against them. And they've not done too well at home against us. It's been uh, the away team that's, that's been getting the wins. The referee I'm a bit concerned about for Saturday is a guy called Phil Gibbs. 
no relation to Barry Gibb or Robin Gibbs. He's not one of the BGs. He's a PG. Uh, this season, he's had four games. That's all. Wow. And those four games issued 13 yells and one red. He's refed us once before, and that was way back in 2010 when we played out the pull away in the Capital One Cup, <clears throat> uh, or the Kelvin Cup as it was then, I think. And uh, we won 3 0. He's usually found round League Two. This season, of his four games, three have been in League Two, and one have been, one's been in the FA Cup. Um, we saw Blackpool in the JPT. Do we think we'll see a different Blackpool on Saturday? Probably see a different yeah. Wigan. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think the chance <clears throat> we're going to see a different team because, um, you know, like for instance, Boise was in the stand just behind us. He should be on the field. He'll be on the field on Saturday. He's not been playing for him recently. Ah, no, but this is the game where he makes his comeback in. It's been bound to be playing against Wigan. They're scrapping in the league, aren't they? They're mm. really scrapping. I mean, men will be winning. But look at what they did at Berry of the week. 4-3. I know they lost four three, but they are scrapping. I'm a bit of Blackpool fan and I spoke to him at work this morning and he said, these words not mine uh, and he's a big Blackpool fan he's been a season ticket holder for 20 odd years he said, this Blackpool team is the worst Blackpool team he has ever seen they are rubbish, his words not mine he said, if you don't win this game it's time for you to give up that's what he said not like that. No, I don't. <laughs> well, <coughs> genuinely, I'm not just saying yeah. that. That's genuinely what he said. Well, if you look at the situation they were in at the beginning of the season, um, it doesn't come as any surprise to me the way they're struggling because they had no team, they had no manager, they, they had nothing except um, a set of loyal fans. And because Blackpool have been where we're going to be, up at the top echelons. I'd, li- I'd, I'd, I'd take what a Blackpool, uh, a true Blackpool fan says. I'd, I'd listen to them. And if they're saying that, then, you know. I didn't think there was any cohesion in the team. Well, there was no spirit, and uh, it was just, it was awful. They were an awful no. side. I, it was a different team, team, though. Once we had the lead, you never never had any doubt, did you? No, it was the second team. What? There were five players in that team, Dan, who played the last league game for them. Uh, there was a fighting spirit, though. I just think the, the, the standard and level. Was, wasn't there? You know, there was a good mm. fighting spirit. I'll give them that. <coughs> um, but there's no goalkeeper, too, either. The, the keeper got injured, didn't he? Yeah. I don't know what the keeper yes. situation is now for them. Mm. They brought somebody in on loan, didn't they, for a uh, cover? I don't know. Is it from Bursley? Is it? Yeah. See, there's a potential for this to be another 5 0. Well, don't say that. No. Yeah. At the same time, <laughs> same time, could be the biggest banana skin of the season. Well, what did we all say about Burnsley last week? Oh, we were in the How final, many people we? ran the table? Yeah, it was in the final. Yeah, we were looking not just yeah. past Burnsley, but... And if yeah, we played everybody in the right <laughs> position, we would have been in that <laughs> final. We were playing Millwall. Uh, yeah, we were. We were, we're, playing, yeah. we're all good at shots, booking out, uh, you know, trying to uh, find some uh, new clothes for a Wembley trip. Mm. Yeah. tell you this, though, we're not going to be experimenting on Saturday, are we? Tried and trusted stuff. I hope not. I, I mean, personally, I'd like I'd like to see Davis and Grig up front, rather than mm. Yannick. Rather, yeah, than, yeah. you know, this should this mm. should be a game where we're looking at boosting our goal difference. You could play Davis and Grig and Yannick. That's what you said. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Would you rather not bring Davis on as an impact sub though for the second half? Lockers is the best forward you've got at the club. Yeah, really? he holds, I think he holds the ball better than Revel. Yeah. Revel. Yeah. He needs somebody with him though. Grant Holt. Grig. Uh, Grig has got, after the way through those two goals, he has to play through the middle, Grig. Yes. And we yes. have to get the balls in the box for him. That's, that's one thing that did work on Saturday, playing Grig in the centre. He's a fox in the box, isn't he? And we said that at the start of the season. Yeah. He's no good on the right wing. Or dropping deep. See, this weekend it, it begs for it. really does jump out into 3 5 2 form That's what I play. Have you, have you got any form on the Blackpool, Gareth? Form's not great. They've, the last six games they've lost five and won just one, which was the last one, 1 0 against Fleetwood. So, so, so on the back of a win in the league. Back of the tram line. But look at our last six form. It's not the best now, is it? It's no. gone from being quite best in the country to uh, yeah, two wins. We've just lost a, a, a draw, three defeats. We've just dropped that momentum off. Yeah. And at the same time, chopped and changed personnel. Why earlier I was saying you're just in a danger of 
throwing that momentum away and the good feeling away. Gonna get a couple of results quickly and settle the squad down again. What would you go for, Catherine, team-wise? Would you? Uh, who would I'm you not convinced we can play the three that you've just mentioned. Yannick, yeah. Grigg and, and uh, Davis. All together, because I think you need somebody tracking back to help the midfielder. Yannick won't, will Yannick mm. definitely won't, though. Oh, Grigg could. But you don't want him to be doing no. that, do you? You don't want him you to want be doing that. So who would you bring Jacobs in there for one of them? <coughs> or would you Ravel? No. No. It's a difficult one. R- R- Ravel is your, your spare Davis. Yeah, they're like that. Like the like. I'm trying to think. Of I think something needs to happen in midfield, really. I do. I think we need to. We need another body in there, don't yeah. we? Yeah. I won't be too disappointed if McCann turned up in midfield. Yeah. yeah. Is he fit now? I'd like to see him in midfield. Yeah. I, I, I think if you, I think carrying him out the back four, out the back three. Sorry. I, I think that's brilliant because. He then comes into the midfield, but they've got no idea when. Yeah. But we're going over running that midfield. We need another. You mean a, a, and have another body in midfield as well? Or, or no, if, sweep if, if you two fullbacks are, are contributing in that midfield, are you playing with? You know, you put Jacobs in there and have him contributing because his forward work is is going to be lessened if you've got two forwards, isn't it? You're playing five. In the mid- five across the middle, yeah, that should be enough to. Could you play three four three? Yeah. Could you play um, McCann instead of Perkins? No, three four three is where your midfield's too light. Well, if you play it in a diamond formation, but is that not too narrow? I think Perkins and Power have got to play. Yeah, they yeah, need help. Yeah, yeah Power's finding that. Power's yeah. nailed it on, isn't it? The man, yeah. Mm-hmm. I give him that band. Mm. Play, per- play Perkins, Ben Power, and Jacobs are not for the best. Yeah. If Jacobs isn't working out, swap him yeah, out. Yeah, you can always make changes. Swap him out for yeah. one of you. Uh, you know, I, I thought Flores added some energy when he came on on Saturday. You know, not necessarily that much in terms of quality, but he certainly added a level of energy. Which is, if you want to get a grip of the midfield, that's what you want. And I think if you put in the effort in like he did, the quality comes because you settle down a little bit. Well, on, on the basis of what we're all thinking, let's have uh, a few predictions for, for Saturday. So we'll start off with, uh, we'll start off with Catherine this week and we'll go Ooh, anti-clockwise. Anti-clockwise. I think it won't be as easy as some people think. It's probably just going to be an odd goal. We're going to win. Don't know what's going to be. Okay, I'll put you down as a 2-1. Alright, 2-1. Yeah, 2-1, okay. Barry. <laughs> Dan? I think we're struggling a little bit at the moment. But, again, I'm going to predict... A scraped win for Lessex, 1-0. Paul, where do you see it going? I'll go with Dan. I'll go with a 1-0 or a 2-1. Do I need to ask you, mate? I want a clean sheet and I want a minimum of three goals. <laughs> because if we don't, <coughs> I don't think we're... It's like Gareth said earlier on. Uh, if they believe that this is the worst Blackpool side, then we need to be boosting our goal difference. We need to at least three. At least three, it's got to be. Otherwise, I'll be right into the times. The National Rail train times. Well, after, after looking at the odds, uh, Blackpool uh, 25 to 1 to win 1 0 and 50 to 1 to win 2 0. Uh, I can't see them scoring, so I'm going to go with Mick on a, on a 3 0 Latics win. Okay. I'll come back to you in a second for the odds, if that's okay. <laughs> Gareth? I hope we go out with the right attitude and I hope we play with a lot more urgency than we did last week. Mm. And if Paul, my mate Paul, is right and the rubbish, not, not Paul. this Paul, the Paul, my Blackpool fan mate, we really ought to win and convincingly, like Mick says, 3 0. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the key is to get back on the three points off, isn't it? And what's yours then, Barry? Well, I'm most confident, to be honest, after all my confident predictions of late. I think it's going to be a 1-1 this. <laughs> a very tight, frustrating game. I think we're going to fall behind and then uh, nice to scrape a, scrape a draw. And some restlessness in the crowd. And some frantic uh, stuff going on the websites and Facebook afterwards. <laughs> so that's why I'm going for a 1-1. Right, uh, before we finish with Blackpool... 
We've got uh, Simon's odds, odds checker. Yeah, just a quick one tonight. Uh, we're going to one to two favourites. Draw seven to two. Blackpool thirteen to two. The first one, two, three, four, five goal scorers ranging from nineteen to five to eight to one are all Latics players. Um, and then you'll get Blackpool players at nine to one, which is Quayne Thomas and Jack Redshaw at ten to one. Scores all heavily in favour of Latics again. Uh, like I said to you. 1-0 and 2-0 Blackpool are quite nice odds. Uh, we're going to 1-0 and 2-0 Latics 13-2. 3-0 Latics, as many of us said, is 21-2. Uh, 3-1, 14-1 and 4-0, 20-1. Can I just ask a question here, Simon? Is Jody Hwulia listed in the list of goal scorers? He is every week, he is listed. What is can in I also, week? Can I also... He's around 92 most weeks. Oh. Can I also ask the question, what the heck was he on Saturday? Well, he can because I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, where was he? I don't yeah, know. The competition's leading goal scorer. Yeah, he went Christmas shopping with his missus. Right, that's, that's flying cool. into Wigan International Airport. Yeah. Right. We've got a, 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 two announcements to make before we wrap things up tonight. Um, next week, we've got a special guest on the show. We've got Latix player... Max Power is going to be joining us next week. He had a good game last week. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. Uh, he was supposed to be coming this week, but yes. unfortunately he couldn't make it. He had a prior commitment, so he's going to be with us next week. Um, so if anybody wants to email a question in for Max, please do so, and we'll put it to him. And then on the 23rd of December, uh, we've got an audience with, well, we've mentioned this before about... Uh, getting a special guest in and we're going to have audience participation with two confirmed guests at the moment uh, they're quite good ones uh, local newspaper reporter Paul Kendrick from the Wigan Union Post football correspondent of the Wigan Observer will be joining us along with Wigan Athletic Chief Executive Mr Jonathan Jackson and they're going to be here and it's going to be a fun packed night and you can throw your questions to them but there are limited spaces uh, and we'll reveal more next week and we're hopeful of getting uh, an even bigger headliner along uh, but we'll find out uh, by next week if, if he can make it or not I can't say too much but he used, to, he used to have a shop um, he used to have a chipper and also uh, before we finish Kaplan would like to mention something about uh, Lucy Boyce who's been in touch with us and asked us to uh, give a bit of promotion for something yeah. um, you may have seen on the Latix website they're doing a shoe collection sorry shoe box collection for domestic violence in the Wigan area for women's shelters and they want things like shower gel, shampoos um, toiletries as well as children's gifts and that, there's a full list on the website and Lucy Boyce is in charge of sorting out and dishing out to the local centres the one thing that I didn't, I couldn't gather any information on with all that kind of was where did you take your shoeboxes to? Rodney Street, number five. Rodney Street is in Wigan. Is in Wigan yeah. Where Rodney Street is. Uh, it's goals. The full details. It's where the little theatre is. Where Wigan Little Theatre. It runs up to Market Street. The Cheshire Wellness Society used to be. That's Rodney Street. It's not somebody's house then? No. No, no. Right, that's been a good show. Ish. We're flatlining because we're upset because we didn't put a good performance on Saturday, haven't we? It was one match. It's understandable. We'll be back. What we want is. You know, a resurging confidence in the team. Don't forget, we didn't actually lose over the 90 minutes on Saturday. We drew. We only lost on the penalty shootouts. We're still um, beaten in 90 minutes in the football. Without them. <laughs> Saying that you didn't lose is... Put it this way, our name didn't win the bloody hat for the semi-final. Exactly, mate. Saying say it all when you get beat over 90 minutes. Yeah. It's a lot of bollocks. <laughs> You're still not in the back, are you? Well, I don't know. We used it in the FA Cup when Arsenal did us on penalties, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you're out. Anyway. We have a license to use that whenever we go out. No, you're out. You don't say we didn't win if you go through on penalties, do you? No. No, you don't. Right, well, we're, we're, we're out of here anyway now because it's time to wrap. So, uh, two weeks to the Christmas special. Woo! Two weeks to the Christmas special. We've got Don Love over uh, until 7th of January. Right, it's a good night from me. It's a good, it's a good night, night from him. It's a good night from the rest of us.